Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. I was asked to do a short devotional on Psalm 34, and so I'm going to use it here as well, and I hope you will be encouraged by it. It's one of my favorite spots in the Psalms, and it starts out, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And I just think this is such a great standard for us to be blessing the Lord at all times and his praise constantly in our mouths. He blesses us all the time, but that we can bless him is really an incredible privilege. So we bless the Lord, we bless his name, and what better words, ladies, can we ever have in our mouths but praise to the Lord. And not just on Sunday, not just when we're praying, but all the time, continually, all of our days. And I was thinking, won't it be wonderful if our dying breath is praise and blessing to the Lord? Then verse 2, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. So my soul is boasting, bragging in the Lord. And you just think, well, what kinds of things can we brag about? Well, He is our Lord and Maker, our Redeemer. Our hearts overflow once we get to boasting in the Lord. And we can boast about His Word, about His covenant, about His church, about so many things. His faithfulness, His goodness, His power, and His authority. And what kind of people hear us boasting and respond with gladness? Well, it's the humble the lowly. They're happy to hear us blessing and praising the Lord. What better time at Christmas? I mean, there's never a time we shouldn't be doing this, but at Christmas where we're celebrating the advent of Christ, then surely we should be magnifying the Lord, which is verse three. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This sounds like Mary's Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord. I sought the Lord, verse 4, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. David is in a heap of trouble most all the time. And in this particular psalm, he certainly is. But he's inviting us to join him in magnifying and exalting the Lord, which is praising him, exalting his name, lifting his name up. It's not just repeating words. It's a soul that's boasting in the Lord our inmost being. That's who and what is boasting in the Lord. Verse 5, they looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. When we look to the Lord, we reflect his glory, and our faces light up. And we're not embarrassed, we're not ashamed, because when we're poor in spirit and cry out to him, he hears us, he saves us. And what does he save us from? All our troubles. So do you have any troubles? Look to him, cry out to him. And here is that wonderful word that the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Do you fear God? Do you magnify and bless his name in the middle of your troubles? Or do you only turn to him when things are desperate? It should be our daily, hourly practice to constantly fear him, trust him, and magnify his name. But of course, in troubles, we do it all the more. But we should be doing it always in the good, wonderful times 
and in the troubling times. And what a comfort this is. He wants us to look to him and cry out to him when we're in the middle of trouble. And take comfort that his angel is camped out around us. Not just covering one side or the other, but encamped, not just stopping by, checking in. He is around us. We are protected. And we will see deliverance from our enemies. Verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. O fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. So don't be afraid. Don't draw back. You can taste his goodness. You can see his goodness. And what a great blessing we have to trust him. Fear him, all ye saints. So think of that. What a privilege to be one of his saints. He has owned you for his own. He's your Lord. Fear him. Magnify him. Praise him. Taste his goodness. Verse 11. Come, you children. Listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Like, listen up, kids. Gather your children around, ladies. David is teaching us to fear the Lord. We don't have to fear man. We fear God. Verse 12, who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Well, don't we all desire a long, good life? Listen, if we qualify, if that's who we are, then listen to what we must do. Verse 13, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Verse 14, depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. What a good word this is for us in this day of evil, lying, deceitful tongues. Do you want to have a good life? Well, rein in your tongue, guard your tongue. Do not tell lies. Do not deceive people. Run away from evil companions. Do good instead. Don't chase trouble. Don't make trouble. Seek peace. Seek the good of your neighbor. Lies are the devil's language, and liars cluster together to see what damage they can do. But you must depart from that crowd, whether it is on the internet or in person. Do good. Seek peace and chase after that. Don't join in with those who just want to stir up trouble. Verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. And verse 16, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. God sees us. God is watching out for us. He hears our every word. He opposes the evildoers. He's going to cut them off completely. So don't fear them. Fear God. Verse 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them from all their troubles. So remember, when you cry out to the Lord, he hears you. He is the great deliverer. He is on your side. Troublemakers will be cut off. No one will even remember them. Verse 18, the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. When you have troubles, your heart may be breaking, but the Lord is near to you. You may feel forsaken, but he is near. He's close at hand. A contrite spirit is a humble spirit, a repentant spirit. So draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Did you hear that? Isn't that wonderful? If you have many afflictions, then you are in good company. All of them will have an end. Your story will end with deliverance. 
Verse 20, he guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. Remember, the angel of the Lord is encamped around us. He sets up camp around those who fear him, and so you are protected. Verse 21, evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. Remember this when you feel outnumbered. Haters will be condemned. The Lord will send evil against them. So rather be hated by the wicked than be the wicked. They hate the righteous. They set their snares and traps, but they're going to be condemned and you're going to be delivered. Verse 22, the Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. So this is a very fast jump through this wonderful psalm. I hope you'll go and meditate on it and think about it. May we all bless the Lord at all times and may his praise continually be in our mouths. Blessings on your week. I hope this is an encouraging word. Thanks so much for joining me today. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around.